Equine Management is proud to present Daily Vet Life, a short podcast for equine and mixed animal veterinarians and their staffs that's focused on personal and business topics of importance during the COVID-19 pandemic. In today's episode, we're going to talk about update on the CARES Act with Brian Brendel, who's the Director of Legislative Affairs at the American Horse Council. Daily Vet Life is brought to you by Covetris, a global animal health company dedicated to empowering veterinary practices. We combine products, services, and technology into a single platform that connects our customers to the solutions and insights they need to grow. Welcome, Brian. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you very much for having me on your program. Well, this is a very important topic because everyone is still trying to figure out the CARES Act and how the federal government is helping. And we know things are changing in Washington and how the federal government is going to help with COVID-19 pandemic relief. So can you tell me where are we now? Thanks, Kim. When we talked in early April, the small business community, including many veterinarians, had just begun to wade into the newly launched Paycheck Protection Program. And as you recall, Congress established the program pursuant to the CARES Act to help businesses pay for rent, mortgage interest, utilities, and payroll, including benefits. From from a veterinarian's perspective, the best news about the program is that the Small Business Administration will convert the loan to an outright grant. To qualify, he or she must use at least 75% of the funds to cover payroll costs. It's also helpful to note that independent contractors, the self-employed, and sole proprietors are eligible to apply. Before Congress passed the CARES Act in late March, the SBA did not handle loans on behalf of independent contractors and the self-employed. This new feature goes a long way to extend SBA programs to a broader swath of the horse industry. This would include many veterinarians who operate as solo practitioners. The two major ceilings for paycheck protection are that you must have 500 or fewer employees and it maxes out at $10 million per borrower. Congress allocated $350 billion for the first wave of loans. When the SBA began to process the first applications on April 3rd, the agency had depleted those funds by April 16th. This illustrates a high demand for the program. SBA reported that its first 1.6 million loans with the average borrower receiving a little more than $200,000 during round one. Keep the program afloat. On Friday, April 24th, Congress passed the Paycheck Protection and Healthcare Enhancement Act, also known as CARES Act 1.5. This narrow law set aside an additional $310 billion for paycheck protection. While the program has proven to be popular, many small businesses have reported long waiting periods and delays from their banks, especially in rural communities. To address this problem, Congress set aside $60 billion for small and community banks within the context of a second batch of funds. To make the program more workable, the horse industry and other small business allies looked for clarifications from SBA to expand eligibility requirements. On Friday, April 24th, SBA clarified that businesses receiving legal gaming revenues, including racetracks, would be eligible for paycheck protection so long as they meet the 500 employee or less threshold and other requirements. Under the original CARES Act, certain gaming operations were not eligible to apply, thereby excluding racetracks. Also on April 24, 
The Treasury released guidance stating that farmers who file an IRS Form 1040 Schedule F can qualify for paycheck protection. This is good news for many breeding farms and other agricultural operations that serve as the client base for many veterinarians. To deliver relief for recreational riders, federal regulators have provided some clarity for seasonal businesses. On April 27, SBA issued an interim final rule stating that seasonal employers can use an alternative base period to calculate payroll costs that more closely aligns with their seasonal operations. On May 3rd, after one full week of processing round two loans, the administration released some figures that paint a picture of who is receiving these funds. According to the administration, SBA has made 2.2 million loans, a number that surpasses the number of all loans made in round one. The total value of these loans is over $175 billion. Notably, the average loan size in round two is $79,000, which is less than half the size of the average loans dispersed under round one. In an effort to steer money towards smaller banks, SBA announced that nearly 500,000 of the loans were made by lenders with less than $1 billion in assets. Earlier this week, I was talking to a Senate staffer who handles rural credit issues. He stated that it is likely that Congress will continue to fund paycheck protection. This could move as part of the next relief package. So Kim, that's a quick summary of uh, uh, where we have been uh, during the past uh, couple of weeks. And I know we're going to be talking tomorrow about the CARES Act 2.0. Is there anything else from today that you want to say is maybe a take home from all of the information? Sure thing, Kim. I'll give a, a little uh, a preview of what's uh, coming ahead uh, for people to think about. Uh, just to let you know, the horse industry and its allies will continue to advocate for broader eligibility and smoother implementation of paycheck protection. Some key priorities include assurances that the farm credit institutions will benefit from set-asides for small and community lenders. And we're also asking that trade and professional associations become eligible. This would extend the program to 501c5 and 501c6 organizations. Many of these groups serve veterinarians and their clients across the country. And what about a, a take home from today? What, what would you like veterinarians to know about what's going on? Veterinarians need to uh, be a little bit patient. Uh, we know that there have been a lot of delays in processing receiving the loans, but rest assured that uh, the SBA and Congress uh, do continue to be receptive to improvements for the loans and also to not be shy about following up with your bank to check the status of your loans. They do actually receive fees for processing the loans, so you're definitely entitled as a customer to know uh, where your application stands. Well, thank you very much, Brian. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Daily Vet Life, and thank you to our sponsor, Covetris. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Daily Vet Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Follow Equimanagement on Facebook or send us an email at kbrown at aimmedia.com. Daily Vet Life is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network. Mm-hmm.